You know what? I keep wanting to say you are the next contestant on The Price is Right for some odd reason. I don't know why, but I keep wanting to say that, and it's really bothering me. But y'all know what time it is. Welcome back to another dope-ass episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. I'm Adrian Brandyberg. And the... Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. No sleep crew. Appreciate y'all for checking in again, Boogie. I don't know why, but I just want to be like, you are the, the next contestant. I was gonna say, what's that feeling? Why is that? Where's that coming from? I have no idea. I, it's like one of those, you know, like when you fall asleep and you hear like one of those weird uh, infomercials and it's stuck in your mind. Yeah, I don't know if that's what it is. Like I fell asleep on the Price Is Right or something, but I just am like, yeah, come on down. You know what's been in my head? What's been in my head, uh, and I just need it to burn and go away is that candy, uh, oh. legs and <laughs> hips and body. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> why, why are we like this? Why are we like this? I'm on TikTok and I'm on Instagram. That's I see what it people. Is. Just posting and reposting that song. <laughs> I saw I saw a girl in the bed. She rolled over like she's sleeping, and she's just like just randomly legs and hips. Like that's what she. That's what's in her head. Like, Not gonna lie, that was stuck in my head for most of last week. You know, oh, I was it. just like, come on, like you know, hey, she's running with it though. She's got to <sighs> run with it. Yeah, you do what you got to do, Candy. I see you. Make that money. They're gonna play that song. Is that's that is gonna be the what is it? The uh like the city girl anthem. I oh, feel like that's, yeah. that's gonna be the anthem for, for summer twenty two. That and that uh what is it, that FNF song, like those songs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all getting it, y'all getting this money. It's too many acronyms going on right now. I I just I'm it's just lost. lost. I'm lost. F and N F and F and YSL yeah. and Yep. YBN. I don't know. YBN. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, who said that this is what we're doing now? I'd be Googling. I'd be like, what does this mean? Because I don't want to be out here saying I was some shit. Say, you be Googling it. You be Googling it, right? And then the, the search be like, what does? And it don't tell you, right? You're like, oh. It's like, oh, so other people didn't look for it as well. I'd be okay. like, oh, this is a very popular search. It's just like, oh, okay. I remember the first time I was like, when every nigga was like, yeah, I'm YBN. This. And I was like, what the fuck does YBN and all this? And I was like, oh. Young and what does that mean? Young boss nigga. And I was like, oh. you know what? I was like, I kind of like that. I was like, I kind of like young boss nigga Marcus. And they put the initial at the end of it. YBNJ. Young not, boss nigga Jacob. Not, not bad. Real quick and easy. Okay. I was like, you know what? You guys got something here, you know. Okay. That's we need to come up with some bad. acronyms for our show. We got to figure out some acronyms. We're going to yeah. work on something. Yeah, we're uh, I just don't want to comp- overcomplicate things even more. Yeah, they're, so. they're, uh, the ones off the top of my head are already sucking, so it's just like I, I don't think we're ever going to come up with anything. But you know, I'm okay with that. But I'm, I'm, I'm too. quite alright. I'm quite alright. Uh, just put a long weekend in the books, man. How, how was your uh, Memorial Day weekend? Huh, I see what you did there. Great transition yeah. into. I'm trying to segue. I'm trying to my work. lovely story. Of, you know, I, I had an overall. It was a beautiful. Memorial weekend, had an extended weekend Um, that Friday, that Friday night, watching, you know, watching the the uh, the playoffs, if you will, Uh, Miami, you know, closed it up uh, Mm -hmm. and won. And we decided, hey, let's go watch a game seven. 
in Miami. So we flew to Miami. Oh. And on Saturday, uh, and you know, watched the game seven. Never been a game seven in my life. Uh, it was a hell of an How experience. Was it was so crazy because I just wanted a good game. Let me just right. say, I, I didn't have any skin in the game whatsoever. I could care less if the Heat won or if Boston won, but I kind of wanted Boston to win just because me too. Th- they have some, well, they have some really young legs, young fighters, bulls that are just ready to, you know, ready to fight. They hungry. They, they hungry. hungry, scrappy. <laughs> Tatum out there, Jalen Brown, they 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 doing their damn thing. Pritchard, it's a number of people that literally all the players can play, they can rotate and play mm-hmm. each position or whatnot. So game seven was crazy, had a good time, did some beach action, whatever have you. Come, uh, we, we even stayed a few days later just because we already knew it was going to be crazy. People right. going people going to fly out on Monday cuz you know, of course. That's, yeah, you know. Suckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I knew that. So I decided Rookie travelers. No one ever you don't ever fly out the day of the house. You don't do that. That's just that's just something it's a rookie I, move. I, I'm always I always try and fly out or fly back, I should say, on a weekday. On a weekday where most of the people are either working or have left already. So I decided to leave um, on a Wednesday. We left on a Wednesday. Uh, mind you, it was a, yeah, it was Wednesday hmm, late afternoon. So okay. I'm going to say we our flight was supposed to leave at like 7. So, um, so a, a few things that I, I, I must mention. Florida in general is a rainy ass, <laughs> a rainy ass state. In um, Miami, nonetheless, it loves to rain uh, just arbitrarily, you know, sporadically here and there. Uh, but this particular day, it uh, kept raining all damn day. <laughs> so, so, so we had an we had an alert already saying, "Hey, there might be some delays. Just want to let you know." And this is. This is, uh, I've never flown out of Delta. This is probably my second time ever flying out of Delta. Uh, We flew in through American and we uh, were coming back uh, through Delta. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Thanks for the, you know, notification. I appreciate it. We get to, and we left, we we left our hotel and got to the airport like five hours early just because we wanted to get there super early and responsible you know, travelers yeah just want to do that and we want to you know, sit in the sky lounge whatever have you chill you know whatever have you and plus we had to check out a hotel and they're like nigga you can't stay here <laughs> it don't matter where you go but you yeah. can't stay here <laughs> so we get to the we get to the airport and there was a very long line to check in our bags and i was just like huh no worries not not really tripping on that it and then we were waiting in line and then there's a disgruntled woman with her child and she's just like i've been waiting here i've been waiting here to uh, i've been waiting here to check in my flight is is at this time and they they had a they had a whole little occasion no she was a sister ah. uh she was she was clearly traveling um international because okay. she had a thousand bags <laughs> i was like oh did you moving wherever you going you stand there for a good time um so that happened and we were just like whoo okay that you know sometimes it happens she was just a nice little you know uh woman who had a high-pitched voice and i'm like you screaming 
are you screaming right now? Because your voice. <laughs> I talk. Right. That's just how you talk. But anyway, so that that passes. So we we get um we get to our gate, and they're like delayed, and we knew that twenty minutes. Right. I was like, okay, twenty minutes. Okay, cool. We go get some food. We get another delay. Um, about an hour. I was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. On top of the twenty minutes, so it's an on hour. Top of the twenty minutes. Okay. On top of the twenty. And um, then we start seeing some some cancellations, and uh, but not ours. Okay. <laughs> not ours. We're flying in from JFK. Uh, find out that LaGuardia flights have been canceled, and they're <laughs> they're like uh, LaGuardia people, please go to uh, the JFK gate and see if they can accommodate you. Uh, and then we go to our gate, mm-hmm. and it's been pushed back to nine forty five. Nine forty five. Damn. And uh, we we get we finally get in and sit down, um, and we're sitting on the tarmac for like. Oh, so you're you're on the plane now. We're on the plane, and oh. now now we're sitting on the tarmac for about hmm, 30, 45 minutes. And a gentleman, it starts to get warm, starts to get warm in there. They, they you know, flight attendants start to pass out water <laughs> here and there, and uh, snacks here and there. And then this gentleman in front of me, uh, uh, mind you, we're move, we're 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 flying back to JFK. So it's a lot of New Yorkers, if you will. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of. Lot of New Yorkers, a lot, lot of New Yorkers, a lot of New Yorkers. This gentleman in front of me, this gentleman in front of me, uh, approaches. Um, well, I guess the flight attendant uh, uh, approaches us, and the gentleman in front of me goes, uh, "What the blood clot? I need to. We need to go." He he's oh, he clearly, was full Caribbean. Yeah, he was Caribbean. He was like, "Get me off this plane right now!" Ross Clyde cursing people out, calling the flight attendant. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Uh, get me off the flight, blah blah blah. And flight attendant's like, uh, don't argue with them. Let's let's like, sir, let's. you about to never get on another flight <laughs> he was, again. He was like, I like I ain't got money. I don't care. I can I can fly anywhere. I got I money. Take a bus I don't care. everywhere, nigga. I was like, oh, okay, all right, we're doing this now. And then the flight attendant gets on the intercom and was like, well, we were gonna take off, but now we have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Due to this blood clot gentleman here. <laughs> to to, to uh, excuse uh, this gentleman off the plane. And then they were like, we, we have to deplane. Uh, we all have to deplane. Uh, and then we get back, we get back to the gate and the gate door open um, opens and the people come in and they're like, the, the, the gentleman is like, is it, can I leave now? And they're like, yep. And we're all, yay, oh, yay, yay. Uh, and then come to find out, the flight attendants, uh, they, they are on the intercom. They're like, yeah, we're, by the way, just want to let you know, we've, we've already exceeded our 11 hours of time. So we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to make sure and ensure that you guys make it to JFK. You know, if you, if you notice outside, there aren't a lot of, uh, planes out here uh, <laughs> that are flying off, but we're gonna make sure that you guys like it. It, it was just a litany, like a comedy of errors, and sounds like, like it. Yeah, we get to New York, and we still have to wait like thirty minutes. <laughs> I just got so many questions. Like my man that got off, what was your plan? Because you me, still got to get to New York. To me, I think. 
it, he panicked. He was panicking. <laughs> it was a lot of, it, it was really warm in there. And not a lot of people love to fly, which yeah. is fine. And, you know, when you're not flying, when you're not really happy to fly, you get a little crazy. You get a little anxious. You start to get a little paranoid. Like, this ain't the flight for me. Like, what if something keep happens? That air going. That's you what it was. Saying? Like, y'all can't be sitting on the tarmac with no air. Yeah, like, that's it was, what it is. It, it was a little crazy. And then we ended up, it when we landed, it was so funny. <laughs> the flight attendant was like, welcome to, to New York City. Uh, the time of arrival is... 4.03 a.m. Yeah, we got there. Like, okay, thanks for telling us. Like, I don't care. So it should have been, what, an hour and a half flight? You was in the airport and on the plane for, like, what, six hours? Easily, man. And it's, it's yeah, it's about a two-hour-ish flight, but it was extended. That's a lot. Um, For a long time. So... Uh, yeah. Here's the question. Did y'all get some vouchers? Because if I'm having to wait that long, you guys to run me some money. So, so to, come, <laughs> so to come find out, the next day we get an email from Delta with a $50 credit. 50 nah. A whole 50 That's why I was per like. Per person? Yeah, per person. Nah. Yeah. I need 250 we, we need a little <laughs> bit more than that. I was like, first of all, I'm never flying Delta. Customer service? Yeah, this is I'm never flying Delta. Like I've never flown That's Delta. That's shocking because Delta normally I've heard horrific stories on every other airline, but Delta is usually the one that's like you don't have no problems outside of Delta being expensive. That's the only complaint I hear about Delta. I'm a United American, yeah. Yeah, mostly United, uh, United or American. That's 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 me. But dang, dang. So but I take what... it you won't be going to the airport anytime soon. <sighs> Uh, funny guy here. <laughs> leaving in about 10, 10 days. Leaving in 10 well, days. hopefully, wherever you're going, uh, Adrian San Diego, the next time you'll get there you in a timely manner. No, That's I will. All. Please believe. I. <laughs> Cause I ain't flying Delta no more. I'm gonna tell you that much. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot to deal with. I'll be like, look, man, uh, I need I need vouchers, and I need my next flight's gonna be free on top of the vouchers. Like, I just oh. you've inconvenienced me way too much. Oh, for that's sure. Just, yeah, nah, can't do it. Can. Uh, but how how was your memorial weekend? Long. Um, one. Memorial Day weekend is one of those weekends where uh, I never really know what day of the week it is because uh, normally you're like, ah, oh, we leave it on, on Thursday. Yeah. Or, you know, you just, so time doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a wedding to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, my nephew got married. So, congrats, Mario nice. and Bree. Um, my only complaint. Oh, here we go. My only gripe about. Memorial Day and people having events is I just wish they wouldn't. I wish yeah. they wouldn't have big ass During, events yeah. on like popular holiday weekends. Like that's a whole extra day of traveling. Like we could have been on the beach or something. You know, I feel like if you're gonna have like um moments where you need a whole bunch of family around, do it on like Halloween. Yeah. Holidays that no one gives a fuck about. Yeah. We getting married around Halloween. Okay, cool. Getting married around Thanksgiving, I understand that because the whole family be around. But Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, those should be off limits weddings. That should just be like, you know what? Not gonna do this. 
I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, that I I'm not really really big on that. Like let I'm the, not a fan. let the people yeah let the people take a rest. Yeah. Plus, you know how most people are. It's like yeah, it's my anniversary. You want to do something? It's like nigga, no. I yeah. gave up my my holiday to see you get married. I'm not Agreed. giving up every holiday there on after to celebrate your anniversary. Like no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's a little but crazy. I just wish people would um, would think about that before they actually uh, invite people to shit over those those big holidays. But um, because it was such a long um, long weekend, I don't really know what day it was. I found myself <laughs> watching some movies that I would normally watch. Um, I watched Top Gun. I was like, I had to do it since the new one. The, no, no, I watched the first one, the original. Oh, okay. Um, because I was like. I do want to go see the new one because it's like, oh, 97% by the crowd and by the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm like, oh, this might actually be good. But I was like, I can't go see Top Gun Maverick without seeing the first Top Gun. And I got to say, Boogie, I actually enjoyed it. Came out in 1986. It gave me all of the cheesy yeah. 80s feel-good moments. And you're like, this is definitely an 80s movie. Yeah. But it was good. I actually see what all the fuss was. I was like, what is all the fuss about with Top Gun? So let me watch this movie that came out in 1986. And I was like, it was actually really good. Because I thought it was like, I'm like, ain't no black people in Top Gun. And it was a couple brothers in there. I was like, yes, we got some brothers. There was, yeah. yeah. So now in the new one, everybody's talking about how good the new one is. So I was like, you know what? I think I might go see the new one. So no sleep crew, you know, you need a good movie to watch can't find something put on top gun it's on prime you know no commercials i might i might i might uh take you up on that and watch it too because i do remember yeah. watching top gun and really enjoying it from from what i can remember so just yeah taking taking the time to really uh you know relive that 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 time that moment i could do that soundtrack was good too not gonna oh, lie okay. that soundtrack that i live to every nigga knows that song you might not have ever listened Hell to the rocket yeah. but you know that one Hell you know yeah. that one and that what was that take my breath away yep. i was <laughs> like y'all the game commercial i was like that's what we doing here <laughs> but, so true. but it was good so i was like you know what i'm not gonna hate on because some movies from the 80s are horrible but Very this true. one actually I was like, okay, cool. You know, Val Kilmer, Iceman, all these people. Yep. I was like, yeah, I like this. You okay, know, so. all right. And I would actually watch it again. There ain't a lot of movies that I would watch twice, and this is one where I was like, you know what? Top get Top Gun gets some play. It it, it can get some run, you know, in, in the household over here. So all definitely right. check that out. I think I might have to. You got to check it out. But Boogie, it's time for a uh, tip in the hat. Let's I'm tipping my hat. Get to it. Who are you tipping your hat for? I'm going to tip my hat to the lovely Gronish and uh, what is it? Blackish star Yara oh, yeah. Shahidi. Uh, she has graduated from Harvard. 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 That's uh, how you got to say it. Yeah, Harvard. I honestly forgot that she was still in school because I thought. <laughs> I saw, um, cause I follow her and I saw like a hashtag gap year that she took a gap yeah. year. I'm like, you took a gap year and still graduated on time? My guy, what? Right, from Harvard at that. Yeah, she's obviously <laughs> taking extra 
courses, uh, extra credit courses for sure, like on, on a semester. Or did they do tri- trimester? I don't know. Uh, Harvard is yeah. too too uh, much for me, okay? Uh, yeah. Congratulations to you, Yara, and your smart ass. Uh, continue to shine. And so you, she is going over her scripts for the show. She's doing other commercials. Like, and she's doing classwork. Like, and, and still flourishing. Like who, right. who, who, and where? It, like I, I, I'm amazed at I mean, how people can do so many yeah. things at once. Like I'm, you know, I, I have a lot of hats, but I've also, I've said like I'm not the best multitasker, and I'm okay yeah. with just keeping one task at a time, doing one task at a time. You know? Literally, that yeah. is, uh, if multitasking was a person, it is her. Uh, and that, that's just dope, though, because it's, it's Harvard. Right. It, yeah. Graduating in general is dope, but it's Harvard. Yeah, not Harvard. not Harvard, Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> Harvard. And every time I graduate or every every time you see me, I'm, I'm where she goes, Harvard. Harvard. Blackish, yes, that, that's cool. Grownish, that's cool. But I went to Harvard. <laughs> Harvard. Yeah. I, I will leave with that. Not forget all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want an Emmy. Harvard. You see this? <laughs> I'm, walk, I'm walking around with my shingle. Here's the paperwork. Harvard. <laughs> Are you on the list? Harvard. This gets me in everywhere. Okay. What school did you go to? Not Harvard. You know, but <laughs> not Harvard, man. <laughs> you wasn't on the lawn. I was there. Crimson oh, in the cream. Like so- that would be me. I I, I would rub it in. I, I, you got to. I mean, when you accomplish such big things like that, you got to stun on people. But so. you have to. You have to really like bask in the fact of how hard. First of all, how difficult it is yeah. for her to get in, and she <laughs> she got in on her own merit. Yes. Uh, just want to put that out <coughs> there real quick by herself. Uh, <laughs> no help needed. <coughs> Mommy and Daddy didn't have to make a phone call. <laughs> no food, <laughs> no money. <clears throat> no, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's yeah. Good. T- tip my hat off to her for sure. Who do you have for your tipping of my the hat? Tipping of the hat is going to none other than Darvin Ham, the Lakers' new head coach. This is dope for so many reasons because it's another uh, black man who has been elevated um to the head coaching ranks a deserving brother at that um check check the man's resume but i I gotta tip my hat to darwin this is sentimental because he is from my hometown of saginaw michigan and yeah it's dope because i have seen we've seen him uh as a player saginaw high school his mother used to be the mayor of saginaw which was dope um so shout out to her and seeing him, uh, he left Saginaw. If you know about Saginaw, not a lot of people um, go on to do great things, mm. you know. Um, so it's, it's always good to see people who are flourishing. Um, but to see his rise, though, is so dope, man. He was out there at Texas Tech. Then he became a player. Um, <clears throat> he's a player in the NBA. Uh, he won a, a championship with the Pistons in 2004. Then as a player, then he won a championship as a coach with uh, Milwaukee last year. So that's dope. You got a ring as a player and a coach. And now you are the head coach of the Lakers, man. So dope. dope. Shout out to that brother. And the players seem to all like him. The tweets that came out from LeBron and other players, they were 
just as geeked for him. And anyone that you talk to about Darwin, they always are talking about um, how deserving he is and everything mm. and how he is going to be a great fit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just dope. Um, they got to work on that roster. The Lakers got to work on that roster, but I think um, he's a good coach, a good fit for them. So shout out to that brother. Ah, hell yeah. Shout out to him for sure. I hope they win, though. I hope they win. Because, you know, brothers don't get a fair shake. I just hope they win. But again, I, yeah, I, I hope, how about this? I hope they allow him to like, really get a chance five a fair years. chance yeah like that's not a that's not a hard ask they gotta give him at least five yeah that's yeah, not a hard ask. Five. and what was it who was on the team when lebron was it vogel when they won that championship that bubble championship or whatever yeah it was it was frank vogel yeah so you just gotta you just gotta go in and just understand yes i'm the coach but lebron just let lebron do what he gotta do let lebron just be like do what you do bruh and we handle the rest that's what you gotta do Follow LeBron's lead, and you're going to win. That's all you got to do. I mean, it's not hard. Uh, That's all you got to do. <clears throat> Whatever. Oh, here's here's my tip for for Darwin. Whatever Frank Vogel did, do the opposite of that outside Ooh, of that first okay, year. Okay, okay, okay. Because they there. could not stand Frank. And for obvious reason, they was tanking. So it's just like, do the opposite of what he was doing. Hmm. And you'll be good. But we got to add. And after that, we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm still over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection, and the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I got to tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All right. All right, for you can or cannot use in this corner, we've oh, got God. Monique, oh, and God. in the other corner, we've got DL Hughley and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> right, man, it, this was one of those. Um, I saw Monique was trending, and I did not, I didn't know what she was trending for, and my first thought was like damn something must have happened and sure enough some shit happened um apparently they were on uh the same show was over the weekend uh Mm -hmm. in detroit uh both were set to uh be the headliners and uh i guess there were some issues um apparently you know let monique tell it uh dl said he wasn't going on unless he could be the headliner so she went out and, you know, in true Monique fashion, went ham. <laughs> um, did you see the video? I saw 
the first 10 seconds and I was just like, ah, Ooh. I can't even, my ears are burning right now. It is so many layers to it too. Like it, it is deep. At first it was one of those things where I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, I still don't um, yeah. because we've not, we've only heard the one side where she was like, DL was flipping out. We've never really heard him say. Oh, he came out. If also oh, he he actually came out. He and came said out he was, on his show. He came out on his show, and he had a really lengthy um, explanation of what happened. Um, oh, as what well was as he posts, he posted in. the contracts contracts as well. Um, you know, I did see the contracts. I did see I those. I think I think ultimately what happened, what's happening here, is two very notable. Uh, comedians uh, who have names and clearly have egos on both ends, yeah. by the way, on both ends, by the way, and felt the need uh, that they were um, good enough to respond and their their people on whoever sides will believe them regardless. And it, it yeah, listening to DL... <laughs> He sounded hurt, um, and also he I would be like, after all that. Yeah, he, like, he he also said that was his mistake of saying yes to his sh- to a show with her, mm-hmm. and he he said, you know, I don't blame you, I do not blame you, I blame myself. I I just there's there's a lot going on here, but I feel like it should be not done in public like this. I agree. Uh, I, I like I understand the ang the anger of why Monique feel feels so emphatic. Like yeah. she just she's just so enraged after hearing XYZ because to me it looks like she's just been holding in all this pent up emotion over the years <laughs> of how of how comp- generally speaking, a male dominated field always getting the short end of the stick. That's that's what I'm hearing. And now it's just, I'm just attacking everybody. So I look at, I agree with you um, to that, to, to that point you were saying about getting the short end of the stick there. And when I mentioned earlier, I knew he responded. I just didn't know if he had cleared up, like, cause remember she said he went on this rant backstage, how he, what I want to know, was that really true? So I want to hear from, that from, yeah. from him, like Dio, did you really go on this rant? So from the clip, from the clip that I saw, the clips, because it's uh, it's about altogether about fifteen minutes of him talking about it. And honestly, I I probably listened to the last five ish minutes. Um, okay. He, you know, he broke he broke everything down as far as the contracts and as uh, as far as Monique. Uh, feeling the need to express and share like disparaging uh, remarks about his dog, his wife, she called him a bitch his, ass nigga. His, <laughs> his, his sexuality, like he he made it a point to to you know comment on that. But there was not there was nothing mentioned from what I heard, and please correct me if I'm wrong, of him mentioning whether or not he said X Y Z because that's initially what happened. Lie. Yeah. Yeah, because Monique went off because he heard, she heard, excuse me. Yeah. He was talking bad about her husband, bad about her. And, you know, she That's just where the layers come in place. Yeah. So it's a lot going on for what I'm, it's, I'm gathering. 
And again, I don't ever want to tell someone how they can or cannot feel because Agreed. you and I both, this is the male dominated field and we are both stand-up comedians. Yes. And we have both, I'm sure more so you have seen to where ladies do get the short end of the stick a whole lot. So that's why Absolutely. I'm not I'm not the one to just say she's not telling the truth here because maybe he did have that rent. He's not saying he did or not. He's just saying, check the contract. So we don't yeah. know. It's just weird that that's the angle that she would take from it. Because if my thing is this, if you got the shorter or you feel like you get the shorter than the stick, you got to handle that with the promoter. Yeah. And I say that because it seems like both of y'all were given the same contract where it's like his says I'm the headliner. Yours says you're the headliner. So both of y'all were given the same thing. Like it's kind of like one of those bait and switch things like I need yeah. two strong people to be on this show. So I got to give y'all both the same thing. And then when y'all get here, y'all figure it out. It's weird because there were he posted flyers and it said DL Hughley and friends or whatever. I don't remember seeing her name on there. Mm. He even posted like the lineup and the lineup showed, you know, the order. So I was like, okay, you know how it is when we get to the clubs or whatever. There's the lineup. Now, when the lineups are there, you have the option. of So I don't want to go number one. Mm -hmm. People can switch with you if they decide they want to. They don't Mm -hmm. have to, but Mm -hmm. they do. Um, so it just seems like, especially with like three shows. So yeah. me and we're both headliners. We are both headliners. They both have earned that right. I'm like, okay, I headline the first show. You headline the second show. Third show, we flip a coin. We can figure this out and we co-headline this fucking shit. I don't think it had to get to that point. Also, if I'm going to be that irritated with you, I'm just going to talk to you backstage. I'm not going to waste yeah. half of my, because they both have 45 minutes. Y'all both got the same amount of time. Yeah, I'm not about and y'all both are still getting paid regardless. I to me, I'm not gonna argue over who's who's going who's going first or last. I'm not gonna argue over that. Somebody's got to go last. Yeah, somebody's got to go before the other person. Like, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's just it's a lot of videos. It's a lot of clips. It's a lot of a lot. people going back and forth. And I ain't got uh, I ain't got time for all that. Uh, you know. Steve Harvey. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I don't, but I do, and I don't want to. How about that? (laughs) Steve Harvey clearly was called in. Oh, yeah. um, His response. And he responded as well. I I ain't the one you got a problem. He said, I'm not your problem. (laughs) I mean, two things can be true here. And I'm yeah. not, that's why I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say go in on Monique like that, but two things can be true. Oh, yeah. If you felt that you were slighted like that, again, that's a, I, that's a private conversation that we could have. I'm not going to air out this time on stage. And also, I get that a lot of it because I've seen the videos and she said there was some issues on the radio program. They were talking about his husband or her husband, excuse me. And she yeah. also said, um, for years he had been talking about her. So this was this was like a cold this was like what you said I, earlier. This is if this, this was is, this is not just one isolated incident. It was piling up. She felt like this is where I'm about to go off. So she she did a verbal Will Smith. Yeah. Um to you know to DL. It was and, calculated. It was oh, like, yeah. you know what? We both gonna be on the same show. Now I'm gonna air him out. I yeah. I personally, I, this is not one of those things I would have done. I'm like, nah, we can handle this backstage because y'all are both rich. Y'all are both in Hollywood. You can see this person at any given moment. I don't have to do it right here. Mm. The people in Detroit, you paid however much money you paid to come out and hear jokes. I didn't pay to hear you talk about your contract. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just didn't do that. Yeah. DL mentions like 
uh, you know, pre-show, post-show, mm-hmm. even, you know, he's, he hasn't spoken to, to Monique. Like if there was an issue, the conversation needed to be had between us and the promoter. Know. And I, I agree, but who are we to, uh, respectability politics goes out the door when you feel like you're being disrespected and she felt like she was being disrespected again probably not my choice of yeah. how i would have reacted and and done things but <laughs> uh you know she felt she felt the need to speak out of it uh yeah. you know she's first of all she's good regardless like yeah. she's she's fine She'll be fine after this, too, because it's clear people are still booking her to do shows despite, you know, how she handles things, (laughs) which is which is fine. I know I saw a number of comics, you know, side with her and also side and and side with DL as far as like, you know, keep it, you know, not, you know, thinking that this thing, this situation is just uh uh, just unnecessary. So I, I agree. I don't. I don't know either way. Again, it's just not my way. Of what I would have done. It, I agree with you. I wouldn't have done it that way either. It's just. It's one of the things that's upsetting. It's like you were you. You're hitting dirty. Like yeah. you didn't have to bring the dog into it. You didn't have to bring his wife into it. Even the situation with his daughter and what she went through. Mm-hmm. Um, we're you're you're opening up more you're opening up cans of worms that were probably closed people may have closed uh, chapters in their lives when they were traumatized now you're mm-hmm. opening them back up mm-hmm. for the sake of making your point and it's you i feel like you could you and she very well could have been we don't know she very well could have been done wrong we don't know what the contracts were yeah. but you completely nullified your point of being like i was done wrong by, by the dirty shit that you're doing yeah. bringing his daughter in there like that completely cancels that out it yeah it just does to me none of this makes sense if you're trying to prove a point like focus on the the topic at hand like it's it's as simple as that you know it's just it's simple elementary but again who am i when somebody is heated they just go off yeah however they want to go off do you think the black ball is being shined up for money do you think it's like yeah we got this black ball ready for you here you go duh but i also feel like a person like 50 cent if you heard he said he's gonna bring uh Monique 50 cent was the same way let's not for let's not act like 50 wasn't out here calling out and he was still kind of doing it now with the stars yeah he's been calling out people left and right thinking that he's not gonna get any business but he's been silently making his millions by on by doing his own damn thing even though he does what he he does like he's been calling out people We knew that about 50 though 50 built his career off being a bully But can we stop stop with that We know this about Monique If Monique got a problem We gonna know about Like how long are we gonna That's that's the thing We We don't need to know about all these problems Agreed And that's the thing And Or I feel like there's certain ways that you can Handle these problems And I, I get the whole thing about what she was saying Like you know, Steve Harvey, this is the money game. And she's like, it's the integrity. I I feel her on stand on your principles and move with integrity. I feel her on that. 
100 percent yeah you can't be taking some of these deals i wholeheartedly get that but at the same time part of you being a strong person who is of integrity you can't be talking about people's families like you can't be moving like that i feel like that's not that's mm-hmm. not showing any type of maturity at all yeah you you one moment you are like Hey, my sweet babies. And the next minute, you call him a bitch ass nigga on stage. Just like I get it. Hey, my sweet babies, bitch ass nigga. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying you, you're entitled to you being upset. I wholeheartedly get that. It's just yeah. like the way you handle it things. Yeah. makes everybody think what they were saying was true about you. Yeah. Because there's more people on the list that are like, oh, Netflix, Steve Harvey, Oprah, blah blah blah. Now, me, Dio, it's more people who have been done mm-hmm. wrong by you than they can say you have done good things for them. Agreed. And not saying she hasn't done because she's put people on help people. Oh, but yeah. It's just that perception that you were just a troublemaker. Uh, I, which is terrible yeah. to be branded as, as a black woman in this industry because you know how hard it is, especially yeah. in comedy. You, of all people, know how difficult it is for you to get that stage time once you were branded as someone people yeah. don't want to work with. It's nearly it's impossible. Like, yeah, that's it. It's nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. And she deserves it. And this is not one of those. I don't want people to think I'm jumping on Team DL or trying to bash Mo. I generally want Monique to win. I think most most people generally want her to win yeah. because yeah. she is talented. Go back and watch the Parkers or whatever. It's very funny uh, episodes there. Uh, her stand up. She's got accolades. Yeah, I used to. Run, I used to watch. All, I used to watch yeah. all that shit over and over again. Yeah, it has. It has longevity. It has longevity. I. We just want. I. We just want peace. better. Yeah. We just. <laughs> we do. We want peace and jokes. You know what, you know what I want? want yeah, jokes. jokes. Give us jokes, bro. Peace and jokes, please. I want peace and jokes, you know. If uh, it's also like if I'm the niggas that was in Detroit, I'd be like, "What the fuck happened backstage?" <laughs> I would be like, "She what just came miss? out on this rant, and then that sprint across the stage." I got God. so many questions. Like she just took off, and it was like, "What is God. going on here?" Like, can we get back to the jokes? Like, please, just give us. Give us <sighs> yeah, we just uh, like yeah, we don't want to see comedy legends argue. Yeah, stuff, exactly. So. Let's I just, hardly agree. Let's keep the peace, and I hope everything we find a resolution her, at some point. Her and her daddy and Dio. Oh God! Can all please, sit down? Please stop. <laughs> please stop. Please stop. Please. One more thing before we go. That nigga's name is Daryl Lynn Hughley. I did not know the DL was Daryl Lynn. I was just like, oh, that's cool. I don't want. He, he didn't want. He didn't want none of us to know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think he wanted any of us to know that either, because everybody was like, "That nigga's name is Lynn." Daryl <laughs> Lynn. Like, really? Like, Mike was like, you know, that's twice you done said someone's uh, government name, Daryl Lynn, and Leonard. Yeah. yeah, Leonard, as you called him, Leonard. So it's yeah. just like, Leonard. don't play with Mo. Oh God! Please don't, don't play, play with, with her. Please don't play with my babies. <sighs> I just. You know what? How before we move on, how many months do you give before the next the next thing that happens with Mo? Because you know it's the bonnet police. So what what do you think is good? And now it's DL. So what's next? What do you, what do you think? Who's I, who's next on Mo's list? I, I don't know. I just hope it ain't us. How about that? Yeah, that's, that's true. I hope it ain't me. <laughs> hope it is not us at all. Let's get to uh the Adam. We'll be right back. 
Hey y'all, we're gonna take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling, at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that, okay? Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. All right. In uh, lighter news, the BET Awards is coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Nominations have been announced, and uh, there were some snubs, most notable snub, uh, Lil Nas X uh, got zero nominations. We'll just run through um, what he has been nominated for. He's got five uh, Grammy noms, uh, six iHeart noms, six MTV music video noms. Uh, he's won a lot of other uh, awards uh, this uh, award season. Um, so, you know, he took to Twitter to uh, express himself. Thank you, BT Awards, and outstanding zero nominations again. Black excellence. <laughs> I try to be humble. I try to be humble so bad, but it's really F you. Uh, a lot of you niggas, he tweeted. Um, you know, a lot of people were also upset. Uh, he had some people that responded to um, his tweets. Um, another tweet he did put out, he said, Black artists should come. Hold on, let me go back. Let me see this here. Got too many things I'm reading here. Uh, one thing he did tweet out someone responded to the tweet it says what have you put out and don't use that gay shit as an excuse uh don't nobody care no more he responded i don't know maybe three of the biggest songs of last year and a critically acclaimed album um you know who did get nominated for a bt award who jack harlow huh jack harlow got nominated for a bt award mm. Lil Nas x did it um I kind of feel him. I I, I kind of understand where he is coming from. Um, whether you like him or not, he is putting out hits. I mean that you can't deny that he he's on the airwaves. Um, and the song that actually made Jack Harlow popping is one of his biggest songs. Industry, I baby. was just gonna I was just gonna say that. You know, so it does make you. Hmm, what is going on over there at BET? Outside of uh, my only thing is BT ain't black no more. That's really what I chalk this up to. I've yeah, I've known that for a while. That's why yeah. I removed myself from watching anything on BET. Yes, there are quote unquote black shows on there, but not well, you don't watch sisters. I don't watch. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch none of that. Which 
again, not knocking anybody who watch it, because mm-hmm. if I if I get an opportunity, I will be right there. Okay. <laughs> but it's just not it's just not my cup of tea. And that's no, okay. I, I love the fact that we can have stuff. We have so many uh, material content on TV that I can go, well, I'm going to watch this black show instead. Or I'm going to watch yeah, this right. show. You know, but just to go along with Lil Nas X, put some respect on this man's name. Stop playing Same. with him. But also, we don't care about award. We shouldn't care about award shows in general. But the fact that our own quote unquote award show won't support and praise a black man who is clearly showing numbers that have proof that the stats does not lie and yet the person that was featured in one of his one of his large uh songs is has more noms than than him himself Mm -hmm. like that's crazy to me and plot twist jack's probably gonna win oh he's 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 definitely gonna gonna win we love to praise the others we love mediocre to others at that too. We love um, the, we love to praise the others, and it. I, I don't know because a lot of people was like, "Well, you like you shouldn't care. It's just BET Wars." And I was like, "For the ones that do care, I get why they care because it's like oh, you're yeah. trying to bring, uh, you're trying to make our awards pop for us. It's like, okay, look, we go to Grammys, we go to all these yep. other award shows. We need to make Soul Train pop." We need to mm-hmm. make the BT awards pop. We need to make the hip hop. We need to make these mm-hmm. awards pop because these are truly our award shows and what we were getting before we could go to these other award shows. Mm-hmm. So I get why artists are now upset that they get snubbed for BT awards. This one, they just completely missed the mark. Like I don't, I don't know who is. I guess they're not checking numbers, singles. It, it, it just blows. It blows mm-hmm. my mind. Um, I don't know. Yeah. If I was an yeah, I, if I was an artist, like, and it's hard to really say this, but if I was a musician, if I was a music artist, I would put it in my head, already just you know have this this talk every year of not being bogged down by always feeling like in order for me to be fulfilled and successful that I need other people or industry people. That's really what it is. It's industry people that aren't listening to my music to validate me. That's what it is. Exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, as a kid, I'd always watch like BET and all those. I was like, yeah, yeah. I want one of those. So yeah, I I would be like, yeah, I want now I don't think it means as much because it's not black owned. It's just like, all right, it's Mm -hmm. why people give me this award. But I still feel like even for the optics of it, it's like, come mm-hmm. on, man, we can't be having um, mediocre white folks winning these awards. I think that's what I think we're so we're so easily entertained, yeah. Um, because like, oh look, it's the white boy, he rap, he can sing our music. That we just let them in. Like, remember the backlash when Lil Nas X was winning those country music awards and everything, and oh yeah, and people was really upset. You're taking over our music. They were racist. So that that's. Mm-hmm. When, they that they were racist or they were wrong and that we need we do need to gatekeep more Agreed. of our music um when it comes to mediocre people 
they were mad because obviously he was black and he was making really good country music. So that's why they were mad. That's a whole other mm-hmm. topic there. We need to get out of just letting, oh, you can put a couple runs and melodies together and you cool. Like that it's so annoying um that we have done that because now it's just like you let anybody care. Logic can win a BT award. Uh Bruno Mars can win a BT award. And you you make good music, but it's like, bro, this is not for you. And that is just so irritating to me. It's really irritating. Hold your head up with all your millions. You good to go, <laughs> little Nas X. <laughs> but it, I, like I said, you're right. I, I I got millions, so I shouldn't be worried. But it's still just like I couldn't get one. I can get five grand now, but I can't get one. Black Entertainment Television Award. Ah, it stings. It's one of those like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I would just go out here and I would make hell every record I do now in the, in like when they go through like the booklet and like who is I'm dedicated to BET. This is dedicated to fucking BET. I want you to know every album dedicated to y'all. Y'all didn't give me a fucking BET award in 2022. This is for you. What's that I would do? That's me. And then when I give my acceptance speech and they're like. What made you rise to such prominence? What fueled you? BT ain't give me no awards, so that's why I got all these hits. And I will, f- and then you know what? The one time, because you know what's gonna happen, they're gonna give Lil Nas X one of those uh icon yeah. awards. I'm gonna be like, fuck y'all, I'm not coming. Like, take that award and shove it up your ass. That would be yeah, that's just that's just me. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but um, but it is time to uh, keep this thing on rolling. My favorite segment is, you know, y'all niggas is tripping because niggas sometimes be out here tripping. They do. Um, tripping. So who you got for y'all niggas is tripping? I have such a peculiar story here. Uh, more than four years ago, after winning a $10 million lottery, uh, this North Carolina man, and I want to make sure I get his name right, Michael Todd Hill, um, was convicted of a first-degree murder for fatal, fatal, excuse me, fatally shooting Kiana Graham, R.I.P., whom he had been dating for more than a year in the summer of 2020. So this is very, this is very recent. Okay, uh, he just had the verdict, and he has been um, sentenced. <laughs> Uh, uh, let me also add surveillance footage from the hotel showed Hill as the only individual in the hotel room with Graham. Uh, and then they also have noting that the former nuclear plant worker. So this man used to work hmm, on the plant for years on in years and decided to, to win, to scratch, you know, put a, put in his numbers, put in his he, last $10 put in his last little dollars and this man wins $10 million. And for some, for something very small and minuscule decided to get irritated for seeing his girlfriend of one year texting or talking to supposedly, you you don't know, talking to somebody else. And he (laughs) thought it was a good idea to end her life. So now this man, his life is over. He is spending life in prison without the possibility of parole. And in 22 to 36 months in prison for uh, possession of a firearm by a felon 
to run concurrent with his life sentence. Wow. You big dirty. Wow, wow, wow. You could concurrent. Concurrent. <laughs> concurrent, buddy. Concurrent. Concurrent. He ain't never getting out. Concurrent. <laughs> like, not that he was getting out to begin with, but when they said that concurrent, it was like, yeah, brother. I just, you know, you could have bought a brand new girlfriend. Yeah. You could have bought I, several new girlfriends. Yeah. I also want to know. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in too, this little tidbit. He uh I said he put in his numbers. It was not numbers. It was actually a scratch off ticket oh, at yeah. a local gas station and he opted to take his payments by the way in a lump large sum. lump sum of 6 million dollars that which ultimately was cut into 4.1 million, you know, after taxes cuz So it makes so, me wonder. Yeah. So he's gonna have money on his books for the rest of his life, right? For the rest, he for the got rest. like four million dollars for the rest of his it's life. It's just you can't really do anything enjoy it, with that, you know. He's gonna be the noodle king. He gonna have he gonna be extorting niggas for noodles. Yeah, I got all the noodles. You wow. want noodles, you come through me. It's <sighs> just it's not I don't worth understand it. that. It's not worth it. I got four point five million dollars in the bank. I will dry my tears in a brand new Maserati. Oh, she broke my heart. It's okay. <laughs> Look at what I'm riding in. <laughs> Look at who's beside me. Look at this glorious crib I'm pulling up to. There's not, bro. God be blessing people and they be just be messing it up. Just be messing it up. Because she was texting other men. What 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 did the text say? I don't care what the text is. I got four point five million dollars. Walk away. <laughs> like, walk away, my guy. Niggas be doing everything but walking away. Like, bro, all you had to do was, you know what? I, and you know what? I'm, I, I would be, I'm a peaceful brother. You know what, shorty? Here's a hundred thousand. You know, we've been dating for a year. I'm peaceful. Here, hundred thousand. You can go about you and your homie go, <sighs> and everybody is still living and enjoying life. This was just stupid. I would have just, I would have just walked away. I would have just left, and I wouldn't have said nothing to her. But this big dummy right here uh, decided to end someone else's life and his own because, <laughs> because of something that he read. Oh, damn, bro, I, I, it's just stupid. You know what's crazy about those situations too is. It's always nuclear plant workers that win the fucking lottery. Mm -hmm. It's like nuclear plant workers. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I worked in a tuna cannery. Mm -hmm. It's never just like you or me. I buy scratch offs every so often. Last five, last ten. Done it in a while. You know, I'm I'm gonna waste on a burger anyway, so I might as well just go and get me a little scratch off. I never win. Come on, guy. I ain't gonna kill nobody. Give me, give me a nice little ten million scratch off. Well, he's gonna be living the the life in uh in the penitentiary. So, <laughs> so enjoy. Man, he gonna have his uh, his cell gonna be decked out like a dorm room. <laughs> he be like, he's good. He gonna have his little Footlocker. He's like, you know, got all my noodles neatly organized over here. This is my shrimps. It's just, I just, damn, people just be fucking up a good thing, man. Ah, let's continue with the fuckery. Who do you have for your um Elon Musk? Come on down with your raggedy ass. Elon Musk says remote work is no longer acceptable. Says he assumes employees who do not show up for work have resigned. Um this has just got to be just the biggest amount of fuckery ever. 
Um, he stated his employees must report to their assigned offices at least 40 hours per week, which is a regular work week. <laughs> According to a leaked, a leaked memo, uh, remote work is no longer acceptable. If you don't show up, we will assume you have resigned. He sent this out as an email to uh, all his employees, which is crazy because I've been seeing that a lot of other businesses have been doing this. I saw someone tweeted out that we got a new manager and he said, we got to be back to work five mm -hmm. days from Monday. And people are like, well, I'm quitting. Um, this is stupid. We have clearly shown the pandemic has shown us that we don't actually need to go into an office to work. A lot of these jobs can be done yep. in the comforts of your home. And honestly, people are more productive when they are working at home. Like, let's be real. When we was in the offices, what was we doing? Nothing. It was socializing, hiding in the bathroom, and maybe just maybe doing an hour or two of work. Yep. But I find that like when I was working at the crib and being at home, I'm doing more because you're always like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Mm -hmm. Like there's been studies that have shown productivity has gone up. You know what it is? These people have rented out these buildings and they're not getting their money back. So it's just like we need you in here because we're losing money on this space. That's what it is. But what's crazy is a lot of people are quitting. Yep. You talked about it before. The great resignation. There have been people who have just been like, you know what? You're twisting my arm. You won't let me work in my comfy little socks here underneath my desk at the crib. So I'm just quitting. And, it's still, and, it's, and it's still happening. So I, you know, if, again, there are people that want to be in offices that yeah. need that interaction, that need that separation in order for them to be productive. Let them me, go to work. Yeah, let them do it. Me personally, <laughs> I'm actually more productive when I, when I, am and more accountable yeah. when I'm working from home. And that's just me. Cause yeah, I know damn I well, damn well, if I want to get this work done and I don't want nobody to say nothing about me, I already got, I'm my own manager. Okay. Pretty I much. can, I can already tell, like tell myself, like, I, right, we, we've, we've done enough of breaks here and there. Let's, let's actually do some work. And you know, what's crazy is as long as the job is getting done, why the fuck do you care? Like, why do you care what people are? I saw a tweet where it's like, just because you work remote don't mean you could take your computer to get box braids. And it's like, why do you care? Is the work being done? Yes not or my, no? Not not my business. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, not my business. As long as you're not doing some shit that you clearly know that you're not supposed to be doing, I could give a fuck what you're doing. Agreed. Your 40 hours is in and you've completed the task, you getting more tasks done. Who cares? I'm tired of rich people like Elon Musk thinking that they can tell us poors what is best for us. We are clearly telling you we are overworked and underpaid. So why would you think this is a good idea? He could care less. Because he's trying to he's trying to still get Twitter right now. So <laughs> they're coming up with more and more ways to piss people out. I seen the the mayor of New York was telling people as well that working from home is unacceptable. New Yorkers need to report back to work. And it's like, bro, you got bigger issues on your hands. Like Stay out of people's business unless you are trying to up people's pay, which y'all aren't. Nope. And come up with some better options because making people go back into the office is not going to do anything but make niggas quit. That's uh, all it is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm over rich people telling regular people what to do and what they think is best. Like, just live in your rich life and and keep exactly, out of, stay bro. out of ours, and stay out of, out of touch. Like, we are stressed down here. Us poors are stressed, Elon. 
stressed. You want us to come back in? I was like, he was like forty hours. I'm like, nigga, that's a whole work week. So you're not even giving in, even a grace period. Not even thirty two, forty. I was like, so everything. I hate rich people. I get it. I understand when they say to eat the rich. I understand, and it never gonna happen. But I understand. Oh no, it's never. <sighs> Let's get to this final ad, and then we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles and man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's, it's the, the final time. This is one of those uh, fuck around and find out type of uh, stories here. Uh, an Ohio woman was gored and tossed several feet into the air after she reportedly got too close to a bison at Wyoming's Yellowstone National Park. Gored? So, gored. Yeah, I'm going I'm to read that again to you. Uh, an Ohio woman was gored and tossed several feet into the air after she got too close to a bison. So consequently, the bison gored the woman and tossed her 10 feet into the air. The woman sustained puncture wounds and other injuries. Park emergency medical providers responded to the incident immediately and transported her by ambulance to the Eastern Idaho Regional Medical Center. Um, yeah. Before before they transported and saw it, it was like, damn! <laughs> Shit! 10 feet? 10 feet up in the air? Yeah, she got booted. <laughs> also, also, how did they know it was ten feet? Because somebody was like, "That's about what you think that's it." That's about somebody was counting. Feet. Somebody was like, <laughs> it was like that's about ten feet. <laughs> they saw her fly, but it's like, what you thought that was? You like, know what it was? It was just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? First things first. Let's just go ahead and get. She was white. This is definitely a white woman. Like Ohio. Somebody get gored? Yeah, there's only one. There's only one. <laughs> there were a couple of telltale signs here. Ohio, and you got too close to a uh, a bison. It says that um the animal was walking near a boardwalk at the Black Sand Basin, and the woman approached it. <laughs> and moments later, yeah, you know the rest. Um, it's a buffalo. 
bike or bison. I don't know what they what they go by, but those things are big. Yeah. Like, I, in general, when I see any animal, it could be a deer, a possum, it could be a raccoon. I'm not getting close to thy animal. I'm I'm trying to figure out like um I want to know what the weight of an actual buffalo is. So let's see here. Big as um, The average, so a mature a mature bull, I'm assuming that's the male, uh about 2000 pounds and then the average female is about 1100 pounds Obviously. and they run about 35 miles per hour. Yeah. The selfie wasn't worth it. This lady died over a selfie. Let's call it what it is. You know Wait, what she it was. died? Yeah, she died. She she oh. got gored. I, I never heard nobody come back from a gored accident. Okay, my bad, dog. Hey, nigga, I got gored. I never heard nobody. No, she died. Um, oh, damn. You died from the goring? That's a gory death. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I'm... Damn. <laughs> Oh, but it's just like that's not funny. It's not, but it is. It's on brand though. This is on brand for white folks because it's like white people love nature. They love nature so much where it's like I just got to get close to this two thousand pound animal that can get off at thirty five miles an hour. This the animal can travel at the same speed of a car. That's crazy. I don't want to fuck with no animals like that. (sighs) Man, she passed. Damn, I'm. Uh, she got. I'm sure they got barriers too. I'm sure they got barriers. Oh, yeah. Like signs that are like, don't go past this point. These animals will fuck you up. I'm sure there were several signs. Also, like in the middle of you being, I want to know what was the thought that goes through your mind. Is it like, oh, I might make it? Or is it just like, uh, I went out? Yeah, I mean, well, at that point, she was gone. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. You think it was instantaneously? I wonder if she was like snapping herself while she was 10 feet in the air, like, oh shit, my last one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my last selfie, because I decided to be a dumbass. I just I don't understand people's um people's need to get close to wild animals. I, they're wild for a reason. I don't even like stray dogs. I don't yeah, know I don't, this girl. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like dogs, cats, raccoons, none of that. Uh, yeah, I'd be squirrel. like, whose dog is that? Whose cat is that? Like, <laughs> Squirrel, get out of my yard. I don't know you. Like, It is just, I just, I've never been that fascinated to want, even like those, those, um, those drive up animal parks, those freak me out. I don't want you sticking your head into my car. Like, no. I don't like, like animals like that. So that's yeah, just no. me. I, I like I like animals from afar. When I see when I see videos, I'm like, oh look at that. Look at that wild animal in on my phone, on my TV. Look at that. Wow. I'm not I looking like, see. hey, I need to need to see it in, in person. I don't care. I want to see how many actual bison accidents there are um every year like i wanna i wanna know how many um okay so this was uh, a 2000 study so this was from years ago let's see here that said on average bison have let's see here 81 times a bison has charged and killed someone over the last 22 years wow bison has charged at someone 81 times 
Nah, I'm sorry. They've reported that <laughs> there have been several injuries of people being injured by bison and yeah. other wildlife at um at Yellowstone Park. Wow. That's crazy to me. And they tell I'm sure they tell you when you go into the parks, okay, geysers can blow your ass up. Uh these mountain lions will tear your ass up. These bisons will gore you, and there are bears that will just rip you to shreds. Yeah. Exercise with caution. Yeah. And these people don't. That's a bad <sighs> way to die, too, man. You on a vacation and your family, you just like, ah, let me get this selfie. Also, why did anyone stop her? That's what I want. I know somebody was where. I know somebody has been like, hey, Catherine, I don't think this is a good idea. You got this Zoom on your camera. You know, you can, you can take a selfie and Zoom, you know, you be, you know, the appropriate feet away. I just... You know, also, this is going to open up a can of worms, but it's like, white people are afraid of black people, but they will run up on wild like, wild animals. That has always blown my mind. Like, niggas will be walking by, and they will clutch purses. I've seen people lock their door with me inside my own car. I was like, now how the hell am I going to get out of my car and then come over and mess with you while you in your car? You scared of black folks, but you just run up on animals? I don't get it. <sighs> R.I.P. We, I guess we all learned not to uh, run, run up on bison. bison. Even like I, I feel like we, all knew we that, shouldn't. Though. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't have to say that. But uh, damn, I feel like too. some people knew that already. Mm. Mostly black people and other people of color, because you know, like we don't really fuck with animals like that. I feel mm. like it's just the white people. It's just like you know what? It's this inner. It's this something inside of them. It's this something it's in them. It's like that Neanderthal gene. It's like, you know what? Buffalo, my cave-dwelling relatives used to hunt you. Let me go snap a picture. And he's mm. like, you know what? For my ancestors, for my buffalo ancestors, I got killed by yours. Boom, one for the team. I hope <sighs> they don't kill the buffalo, though. Because, you know, usually these cave, they always kill the animals. So I hope they don't, I hope they just let Buffalo, Mr. Buffalo, or Mrs. Buffalo, live out your life in the pasture. He was just doing what... He or she was just doing, you know, what they normally do. What they train to do. Hey, How much you want to bet he went back to the, the pack and he was like, got one. Really? He, he went back to the pack and was like, hey, yo, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, Larry, what, you, you got some blood on your, your horns there. He's like, yeah, I had to clean this white lady. She was too close to the territory. Like, I just. Uh, I uh, let's do better people as a whole. Leave the wild animals alone. That's that, all that's I got it. to say. Just leave, them leave, leave them alone. And uh, even even like when the barrier says like stay twenty feet away, I need to be another ten feet away from that sign. Yeah, Thirty I feet. I don't play that. Thirty feet. <laughs> Thirty feet. And she was twenty five too. That's, that's young. Uh, damn. Uh, damn. 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 Well, on that note. Show's over. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we we made it. We made it another show. We completed another episode. Seventy one is in the can. We appreciate y'all for checking in. Like, subscribe on all of your podcast platforms. No sleep crew. We appreciate y'all. I've been reading the comments. Thank y'all. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, SoundCloud. I really appreciate the yeah, SoundCloud, SoundCloud listeners. 
so you've been holding us down also youtube on the last video we had oh, we had the yeah. views went up on the last youtube so thank y'all we appreciate y'all for rocking with us what we got doing? numbers we see them numbers please remember to hit that bell notification so you can get all so you can get all of the the content that we we have spewing out we got a slew of stuff coming for y'all so yeah just keep supporting us and tell a friend to tell a friend this is your favorite podcast and they should be listening also to your favorite podcast favorite podcast you know so just want to say that too check it all right uh, i've done all i had to, yeah. to say you know i was gonna follow it up with some bullshit you know but on that note but i think it's time you know p valley's coming on so P Valley is coming on. I can't wait to watch awesome girls in the back. On that note, I'm the boy. I'm Adrian Brady Bird. This is gonna be a nice episode late night with Nate. See y'all.